0: chapter 9 of mang's fairy tales this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by sonya mang's fairy tales by sophia morrison chapter 9 the fairy doctor the shoemakers and tailors and channse spinners used to go round on people's houses making things and spinning rolls of wool for the people one time the tailor went to chals ballerwain long enough they were waiting for him and as luck happened he caught chals at home now chals had power over the fishes of the sea and the birds of the air as well as over the beasts of the field himself and the little ones got on well together too but somehow or other he was never able to get the power over them people said he was never able to learn their language right anyhow be that as it may he was often enough with them after the tailor had had a crack with the women he turned round to Ballawhaine, who was sitting in the big chair his elbow on the table and his hand holding his forehead the other hand in his trousers pocket to the elbow and he not minding anybody nor anything i better take yer measure mr tail while you're in for there's no knowing how long that'll be the tailor said ah boy boy answered Charles, looking out through the window people were not bothering with blinds then and then turning to the clock he said there's no time going to-night i want to go from home a piece and it's time i was getting ready nobody said a word for a minute or two he was exactly like a body with his mind far away again all of a sudden he looked at the tailor then he said i'm going to a big supper to-night thou'll get nothing done here maybe thou would like to go it's a piece to go but thou'll be right enough with me but there's one promise i'll be wanting from thee no matter no matter what thou'll see nor what thou'll hear nor who'll spake to thee thou mustn't spake back or it'll be all over with thee the tailor was so taken up with the chance of seeing the little people for himself that he promised faithfully no matter what took place never to speak a word and he knew he would be right enough with Charles bellowayne then took his hat from the lat and when he was going out he said i'll be back for thee just now cite thee things a bit while thou are waiting in a while there was a noise of horses coming up the street it was awful then they stopped on the street and in came Ballawhaine, saying we couldn't get another hoss for thee boy do what we would but thou will have to get a hoss of some sort and going down to the parlor he got hold of something and went out never saying a word coming back to the door after a bit he said come on boy i'll hold her head till thou get on out goes the tailor and up with one whip on her back and they go like the very hummus, on and on over hedges and ditches till they came to a big brow by a river it seems they knew the way night as it was for they all took it one after another like fun it was a big jump though and when the tailor felt himself flying through the air his heart jumped to his mouth oh lord what a jump he said the next minute he fell flop in a bog with the lapboard between his legs all alone in the dark Next morning he got up, all slate with slush, looking like a thing that had been dragged through a gutter, and as quiet as a mouse. The shy he was, every bit of steam took out of him. A while after, some of the women were asking him, how did he like it last night, and would he go again? But all they could get out of him was, ah, oh, never no more, never no more. End of chapter 9